0: there are risks associated with the manufacture of any product no matter how safe it seems reputations that have taken years to build could be lost in a moment at Fox's risk management is a key ingredient of every biscuit the customer wouldn't link risk management to our product but what they would link are the consequences of failure, of poor risk management. That could be because there's an incident which has gained as poor publicity. For example, a serious accident or a fire which had caused dislocation to the neighbourhood or there'd been an environmental incident which again had caused problems in the local area or even nationally. Safety permeates and underpins the culture of the whole organisation and involves both risk management and risk control.
1: When you talk about management, risk management, it's all about dealing with people, the way people behave, uh, the culture of the organisation, it's how you start implementing rules. And when you start talking rules and systems and tools, you then start talking about controls. And I think that's the fundamental difference. Risk management is about how you manage people or manage through people. Risk controls, or the controls that you put in place, is all about the systems and tools and procedures that you implement.
0: From delivery to dispatch, purity and hygiene are key considerations for any food manufacturing company.
2: Silo 1. Yeah, Silo 1. That's yours. That's yours. Thank you. Okay, bye. Thanks a lot.
0: Each delivery must be checked and approved before unloading can begin and it's crucial to connect up to the correct silo. There's an ignition risk too. Finely divided flour and air are a potentially explosive combination. There's a far lower level of risk once the flour is safely inside the silo. All powdered ingredients pose some hazards to health. It's safety first whenever there's a risk of inhaling powders or dust. There are hazards associated with some rather surprising substances. it's important to identify these hazards and assess and communicate the level of risk they present.
2: For any chemical that's actually brought on site we carry out a COSH assessment. Uh, What we do is um, we get a manufacturer's safety data sheet um, and we go through it we assess it, we look at um, the risks associated with the raw material, we look at how it should be stored, handled, used and disposed of, and then we carry out what we call a risk assessment. We look at uh, what the level of harm could be and how likely that harm is of actually happening and score it. Uh, We compare those scores and then from the criteria we've actually set down, decide whether it's low, medium or high risk. On the other half of the form, we go through what should happen if we have an accident with the raw material. If we spill it, um, what sort of action should be taking place? when we're handling it what PPE or personal protective equipment we should use and then if there is an accident if it goes on the skin, eyes if we inhale it or ingest it what medical action is actually required so for any raw material any chemical that's used on site we carry out this cautious assessment
0: it's not just raw materials that are flammable under the right conditions so are biscuits at Fox's Kirkham site It's the combination of hot ovens, combustible biscuits and the historical quirk of a suspended polystyrene ceiling that presents the biggest risk to the safety of the entire factory. Safety equipment is installed along the full length of each production line. And the suspended polystyrene ceiling contains a sensitive fire detection system. So what would happen if the biscuits emerging from an oven were burning rather than baked?
2: The first thing they will do is stop the oven band. And what that will do is contain the fire within the oven. We introduced a water fogging system um, over the oven exit. And what that does is douses the burning material with a fine spray of water at such pressure that it excludes the air from the area and therefore douses the fire.
0: A metal blade called a plough is dropped across the oven band. The band is started again and burning and charred biscuits are ploughed into a flame-proof fire hopper. Each shift has a team of duty officers responsible for initiating safety procedures in the event of fire. And there are regular drills to ensure that the procedures operate as planned. What are the options if fire does break out inside the factory?
1: No matter how large or small that fire is, we'd simply evacuate the factory. We have some fairly stringent procedures in place on this side.
0: Can you identify where that fire is,
1: Billy? Uh, on number 18.
0: Right, Billy. Can you take two of the fire team members with you? Investigate the fire, come back and let me know what your assessment is.
2: To come with me.
1: The procedure is quite simple. Um, if a fire alarm is sounded or somebody sp- spots a fire, uh, they will set off an alarm which sets off an intermediate alarm and that prepares people uh, in case a continuous alarm comes out to evacuate.
2: Now it's obviously a false alarm.
1: If a fire is detected, then immediately the continuous alarm would sound and the factory would be evacuated. The fire crews themselves would move out the factory and they'd move it to the front of the factory and wait for the fire brigade to come on site to actually tackle the fire. We do not want anybody on site to try and tackle fires because it's too risky. We'll leave it to the experts.
0: Fire is the major hazard to the entire workforce but there are lesser hazards which are specific to particular jobs. Boxes of biscuits seem harmless enough, but repetitive lifting is a significant hazard. The risks need to be assessed and systems put in place to minimise potential harm. It's company policy that all risk assessments are carried out not by individuals, but by a multidisciplinary team. So
2: the recovery period of 20 in an hour for this, and how many in an hour for that one? say about 15 an hour. 15. From lifting where he is now, To the maximum height is about a metre, but from the floor height it's actually two metres. Yeah. Would you consider it to be a low or a medium risk? I would say it's definitely a low risk.
0: Operators have their own perceptions of the risks involved in their jobs. Regular risk assessments can lead to changes in working practice that make specific jobs safer to do. Forklift trucks are essentially hazards on the move. They present risks not only to the drivers, but to anyone working on the factory floor. It takes real skill to shift loaded pallets and to manoeuvre in confined spaces. These key skills are learned and developed outside the factory where there's no risk to the rest of the workforce. And there's a driving test to pass before being let loose on the factory floor. Okay
2: Steve, you pass your test, that allows you to drive in the factory. Thanks a lot, Paul. Thanks a lot, Steve.